Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know, and Happy New Year to you. It is New Year's Eve, actually. Joining me today, as always, is Diana. Hi. And we are talking about the midterm... Midterm. The midterms. <laughs> the midterm elections. We're going to talk about that. Now, uh, <clears throat> we're going to talk about the mid-season finale of everybody's favorite show... Riverdale! Riverdale! Wow. This, I think, by far, I think this is their best season, Diana. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's like... Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say so. I, I still really like season two. Season two is really good. I mean, you know, they up... They, I feel like every season they, they up, up it. They, they, up, up, they, they up the crisis, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's first, it's who killed Jason Blossom. Spoiler yeah. alert, it was the dad. Uh, who is the Black Hood? Spoiler alert, it was the dad. <laughs> it was the dad. Uh, you know, who is the Gargoyle King? <laughs> Could it be the dad? <laughs> well, it's not Veronica's dad. It could be Evelyn Ever Never's dad. Yeah, but I feel like that'd be too easy. That would be too easy. Well, anyway... We're going to recap for you a spoiler-filled recap of the first half of Season 3 of Riverdale. And, I mean, this show, this season started with a bang because Archie... Archie's on trial for murder. Archie's, first degree murder. Now, here's the funny thing is, you know, we're, we, we always try to figure out where Riverdale is. And uh, I at first thought it was in the Pacific Northwest... Based on something Jughead actually says in this episode, it makes me believe... It's in upstate New York. It's in upstate New York or somewhere northeast. But his trial apparently takes place in an old-fashioned southern courtroom. I know. <laughs> no AC. They got the old fans going. Archie's in a seersucker suit. Defended by former Mayor McCoy and his mom. Yeah. But Josie had to sit up in the top row, you know? Yeah. At the second level, Josie couldn't sit with her mom... Because since it is a southern courtroom, she had to sit up on the top level. Separate but equal. Yeah, with Calpurnia. With Calpurnia and uh, with, uh, I forget, Jem. Jem and Calpurnia were sitting up there. Yeah, it looked like, it looked like a scene right out of To Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, interesting thing in this trial is, is apparently, so, so Archie's on trial for murder. Uh, the jury's deliberating. Uh, where's Archie? Archie's just hanging out, like yeah. <laughs> not, not not in shackles, not like locked in a room. He's just he's it's just not like it's not like he's like it's not like he was like arrested for like, a tax evasion. He like he's a convicted murderer, a first degree murderer. He's just sitting on the steps. I was like, even at one point, they're like, "Hey, where's Archie?" I'm like, Archie probably hot wired his jalopy, and he's like halfway to Greendale or something. But uh, the verdict comes back. Uh, it's a hung jury, or it's um... well before 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 the before the the verdict comes back. You actually see Archie take out the jalopy. Oh, that's right, because they were uh, this this trial takes place over over the Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Well, the trial was over the summer, but since yeah. it was a hung jury, you said you have Labor Day weekend to. Well, well, that's what it was. Is yeah, they they hadn't reached a decision, so they said you have the weekend. Uh, great scene here, though, is when they're leaving the courtroom, and Hiram goes, "Archie, enjoy your weekend." <laughs> and then Fred Andrews just socks him in the face. That's right. Oh wow, that was great. That was just great. So uh, you know they're thinking, uh, let's let's come up with. Uh, let, let's let's work on your defense. Uh, let's find. No, they wanted to find the gun. They wanted to find the murder weapon that was used by Hiram's lackey to kill the guy. Uh, But before that, though, Josie tells Veronica, she's like, I know where the jury is. I know where they're being sequestered. 
So, of course, super spy Veronica Lodge is going to go there to talk to them. (laughs) They put her in a maid outfit. I'm just like, what kind of, like, person was like, let's put this 16-year-old girl in a maid outfit. Let's do it. Yeah, but but Hiram was ready for this because Sheriff Mineta was there waiting for her, so... Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, she got busted. So Archie's like, look, it's my. It, it, this could possibly be my last weekend of freedom. Let's go to the old swimming hole. Uh, and this is where we get... Uh, where I, This is where I realize, okay, we're not in the Pacific Northwest because they're hanging out and Jughead goes, Archie, take that road there, go north, it'll take you to Quebec... The serpents there, the the French Canadian serpents will watch out for you. So clearly, where upstate New York, maybe New Hampshire, Vermont, maybe somewhere like that. But then, later in the season, they walk to Topeka, Kansas. No, it was Toledo. Toledo, yeah, Ohio. But don't forget, they didn't just walk. Oh, so that's possible. I thought there. I thought it was Topeka, Kansas. So never mind. That's totally doable. Never mind. Okay, there we go. That theory debunked. Um. So I mean, this. Oh, this. This first episode, or well, we're not really going to go episode by episode, but uh, this is where we're also introduced to griffins and gargoyles. Uh, clearly, a take on Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, first, oh, it, yeah, because Dilton and that other kid are playing it, and Jughead's like. Was it Jughead or Archie? Jughead, it was Jughead. Jughead's like, hey, Dilton. And Dilton's like, hi. And the other guy's like, don't tell the secrets. <laughs> and then Dilton shows up, apparently, right before Archie's sentencing. And he's just like, he's real, Jughead. He's real. I saw him. I saw him. And, and you know, and then we we never see Dilton again until uh, Super Detective Jughead. Finds him dead. Finds him dead in front of this altar. Um, With blue lips. That's right. So that's the thing is, you know, so we have a few things going on in this season. We have Archie going to jail. Uh, we the mystery ha- of Griffins and Gargoyles. Mystery of Griffins and Gargoyles, the Gargoyle King. Uh, we're also introduced to a new character. Um, because if you remember, at the end of last season, um, Polly, Betty's sister, was talking to the mom and basically convinced her to go to the, the farm. farm. Now, we've heard about the farm in the past. Uh, that's where... That's actually where... where Polly was originally going to run away to. Right. Polly and Jason were going to run away there and raise the babies there. Um, you know, then when Polly came back with sort of a, a whole new attitude, she was basically attributed it to the farm. You know, the farm really helped me out. And now, with the mom in crisis, I mean, she found out her husband is apparently this serial killer... She's like, Mom, you need to go to the farm. So they go to the farm. They're trying to convince Betty to go to the farm. But Betty's okay because she's seeing her psychiatrist. Mr. Glass. Dr. Glass. Oh, Mr. Gim. Mr. Glass is Samuel L. Jackson. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Glass. Uh, we find out, you know, that it's totally fake. There is no Dr. Glass. And this is like a nice little Easter egg because on the Brady Bunch, Jan pretended to have a boyfriend. And Marsha was like, oh, yeah, what's your boyfriend's name? And she's like... George and she's like George what and she looks around the room and sees a drinking glass and says glass his name is George glass so <laughs> good job Betty <clears throat> um this is this was amazing because I was like okay where are they going with this where are they going with this farm uh great and we still don't know and we still don't know but but you know it starts off with you know Betty hears like something and chanting she, outside I was watching this scene. Because like I because I, I I didn't think there'd be this mystical element to Riverdale, even though I saw the trailer and I was just like, yeah, hey, whatever. So I was watching this scene 
at night in my dorm, the lights were off, and then, like, and then, like, my roommate was asleep, and then, and then I was watching the scene, and I got really scared, and I couldn't turn on the light. Yeah, because she hears some chanting, she goes out back, and you see a, uh... Like a bonfire. It's like a bonfire, and these people are standing around chanting, and then we see Polly and... The mother. And Alice, they're each holding up one of the twins, and... They Betty's, drop them into yeah, the fire. They drop them into the fire, but they zip right back up and they're flying, and then Betty passes out. She has a seizure. She has she a seizure. She has a true, seizure. True, seizure. Yes, yes. This is very important. Good seizures do come back. Seizures do come back. Um, you know, they, they sort of explain it away like, oh, you're all hysterical. Uh, we were having a little cookout with some of the members of the farm. Um, Betty goes to school and she meets a new student, Evelyn Evernever who is the daughter of... Edgar Evernever. Who is the head of the farm, and she's trying to start a farm... For kids. Yeah, farm for kids, basically, there at Riverdale. Um, I mean, this season... I mean, I think this season was great because I think a lot of the characters really, really stepped up. And I know one that we always kind of rag on him. We always say he's takes his shirt off and he's really dumb. Archie... Archie really, really wised up. Archie, not only did he wise up, I mean, he his character really developed. I mean, from his time in prison, that whole thing. Because, like, when that. he was in prison, he was, he, they, what was, yeah, because he, he was, because he, he has the serpent tattoo and he was supposed to get protection from the serpents. <coughs> and the serpents were willing to give it to him, but then Joaquin was there. Yeah. And then Joaquin is like, you're a fake serpent. You better go shiv that ghoulie. And Archie's like, I'm not shiving anybody. Yeah, so Archie gets beaten up. He gets his sneakers stolen. Then uh, Veronica shows up. With, with Reggie. With Reggie. With Re- and that's the thing is, Reggie, like... I thought you were actually going to say Reggie had a glow up. I'm like, Reggie really did have a glow up. <laughs> yeah, Reggie was Reggie was missing his brow. I know. He's like, don't worry, bro. We'll get you back in time for uh, homecoming. Uh, yeah, Reggie and Veronica were hanging out a lot this season. But Reggie didn't pull anything. <laughs> Reggie was a gentleman. And I was just like, that's, that's Reggie. Well, that, that's, that's not Reggie. That's not Reggie from the comics, but, but I like this Reggie. Gentleman Reggie. Yeah, you know, first season, you know, the, the first season, it was a different actor. He was full Asian Reggie. Full Asian Reggie. Total dude bro. Now we have half Asian Reggie. He's a dude bro. Yeah, but he's like mellow. He's a mellow dude. It's bro. like he went from Aquaman in Justice League to oh yeah, <laughs> and now he's Aquaman in Aquaman. We're like, okay, you're like, yeah, I could take this little dude, bro, but I could take it. Uh, he's, he definitely has a sense of honor though, because you know it looks like it really like there were some scenes I thought, oh man, he's gonna hit on Veronica, but you could tell he's just like Archie's girl. I'm going to look out for her while he's uh, behind bars. I'll dispose of these drugs and only worry about the consequences of my mom, not the FBI. (laughs) Yeah, that was a great... Yeah, we're jumping around a bit, but that's okay. Uh, So we were talking about Archie in jail. So Archie's in jail, (coughs) gets involved in an underground fight club, which I couldn't tell... Not not willingly. No, not willingly. No, The, 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 the warden is just like... Since Mad Dog died, yeah, his roommate Mad Dog, who just disappeared, he's like, yeah, he's dead. So, uh, so you're 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 in my Fight Club now. Yeah. But before the Fight Club, the uh, you know Archie Archie tries to save the souls of the prison. 
and this, 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 this episode is where the best line in all of Riverdale was delivered. Yeah, because Archie is sort of, because they're sort of saying, Archie comes in with a new pair of sneakers Veronica gave him, and, you know, the ghoulies are like, give us your sneakers, and the serpents are sort of like, okay, let's see what happens here. Like, everybody's looking for a fight. Archie's sort of like, you know, we're not animals, we're humans, let's show them that we're human. We would be in high school right now, let's do something high school related. Right, he goes, you know... You know, if it wasn't if it wasn't for the fact we were here, we'd all be here in high school. To which one of the ghoulies says, "I wouldn't be in high school. I dropped out in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my nana." That's right, support his nana. Dropped out in the fourth grade. They don't even let you do that. <laughs> well, for all we know, he could have been left back many, many years. <laughs> he was driving to fourth grade, and he's just like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> I'm selling drugs. Um, so Archie organizes a football game. Uh, winner gets his sneakers, or MVP gets mm-hmm. his sneakers. Um, this is where we get another great thing. So they're playing football in the yard. You know, that's prison term for, you know, the recreational area that's fenced off. Uh, near a, a road, because up pull the river vixens, led by Veronica. And they do jailhouse rock. Yeah, and it's just like... Oh my god, it's 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 such the it's like the most Riverdale thing. Like they're <laughs> It's a musical number outside of prison. It's like I think like if even okay, it's a juvenile detention center. It's the Leopold and Loeb Juvenile Detention Center, by the way. I think if you know, because there's actually on Route 130, there's that juvenile detention center. I think if I pulled up to the fence, I'd have armed guards like approaching me almost immediately. Yeah. Asking me why I'm there with shotguns pointed at me. So, yeah, this ain't happening. Uh, there, we also have another spectator, Hiram, Hiram Lodge. Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. found out about it. And or is just like Veronica blab about it? Right. And I mean, and again, this is what we get. You know, Veronica now is like, you know, she's just revealing all the secrets. You know, this is what I plan to do, Daddy. Blah, blah, blah. I so, found out your secret drug lab and have evidence. And then he's like, okay. And the next day he moves the drug lab. And you're like, how'd you think that was going to go down, Veronica? Exactly. Veronica organizes a, uh, a reconnaissance mission. Uh, her, Tony, Cheryl, mm-hmm. I think it's just them. It's just them, yeah. Yeah, you know. And, and of course, you know, Tony Tony dresses as Tony. You know, leather jacket and all that. Veronica's in her cat suit, as usual. No pearls. Cheryl, was she was she the Red Hood? No. Was she... No, that's only when they were getting hot dog back. Oh, when they were rescuing oh, the hot dogs. Oh, we dog. didn't say that. <laughs> so then they're... So then, like, apparently, like... Because, like, Jughead, now that he's Serpent King, he sends... He sends, uh... Sweet Pea and Fangs on Rita. Yep. Sweet Pea and Fangs are, like, his only lackeys. It's like, what Serpent King are you? You have two lackeys? <laughs> well, if you think about it, when, when you when you see the gang, it's Cheryl, Tony, Fangs, and Sweet Pea... And Jughead. Yeah, so, like, those are the Oh, oh, and the Serpent Queen. Don't forget the Serpent Queen. The Serpent Queen is a warrior queen. That's right, the Serpent Queen is a warrior queen. We're going to save Betty for last, because, as always, Betty is is just the greatest character on this show. So, she deserves, like, a whole... Just a whole discussion in in and of itself. So then... Yeah, he he sends them on recon, and they're like, like, Hot Dog has been taken. He's being starved. I'm like, oh my god, this this, poor human being. This kid, oh my god, this is dead. Well, Hot Dog is a dog. And I should have known this, because in in the comics, Hot Dog was Jughead's dog. Um, So they go to rescue 
hot dog. And, uh, you know, Penny's there. Penny Pringle's there. You know, leader of the serpents now. And she's... The ghoulies. uh, The ghoulies. Sorry, that's right. She's leader of the ghoulies. And she's basically like, you know, we're going to do what we want. We're going to run drugs wherever. This and that. You know, she's really got Jughead in a corner. And all of a sudden... Arrow whizzes. And Arrow shoots this innocent man (laughs) in the shoulder. He didn't have a gun. He wasn't... Like, he wasn't even, like, he wasn't one of the ones, like, pointing their knives at Jughead. He was just standing behind Penny, and he gets shot. Hey, you gotta send a message. So, you know, they're they're, they're still, they're sort of, like, advancing, and then he's like, Cheryl, put the next one right between Penny's eyes, and then Penny's just like, yeah, nope, not doing that. (laughs) Um, But then it's just like, (laughs) you really think this 16-year-old kid can nail you between the eyes? I don't know. Cheryl's pretty good. (laughs) <laughs> Cheryl is, you know, and 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 you could you could tell by the look on Cheryl's face, she would have done it. Yeah, she would have like if Jughead gave the word, she would have like she would have like put it right between her eyes. Oh my god! So I mean, we got trouble with that. Now we got trouble with the Ghoulies. Uh, Veronica's trying to open her speakeasy, and she runs into some trouble there because Sheriff Mineta comes around. Uh, he wants with, a little cut. Wants a little cut. A little uh, donation to the policeman's fund there. And then, uh, you know, Reggie's going through the shipments. Uh, oh, hey, we got some straws here. Oh, wait a minute. It's Jingle Jangle. It's Jingle Jangle. My mom's going to kill me. That's right. Veronica's talking about the police coming, the FBI, but Reggie's like, my mom is going to kill me. <laughs> hey, Asian moms are scary. Well, they absolutely are. So we have a lot going on in this season. We have, you know, Archie in jail. We'll get back to him in a minute. We have... This Griffins and Gargoyles, which Betty and Jug- Jughead do investigate, because like I said, Jughead follows some clues from Dilton. He finds Dilton dead with another young boy who's barely alive. Uh, blue stain on their lips. There's an altar. Uh, you know, they start talking about the Goblin Queen. Then we find out... No, the Gargoyle King. The Gargoyle King. Sorry. I get, yeah, you know, you're right. Gargoyle King. And uh, we find out that uh, Ethel... Remember Ethel? Well, Ethel, she's a big player. She's a big player in G and G. She is, yeah. Uh, she was, she, she was dating the other guy who was barely alive and then killed himself. Yeah. So this is some crazy stuff going on. And the thing is, is the blue lips. The blue lips start triggering off the parents. They're like, the victim was found blue lips. Like I thought we'd never talk about this. And this is where we get a great episode where Betty. Betty, of course, master detective, greatest detective, you know, world's greatest detective, because we don't know if Batman's in this universe. Yeah. So, Betty, world's greatest detective, starts putting all this together. She realizes that... The parents played beat G&G. Well, she realizes the parents know a lot more than what's going on, so she sits Alice down, her mom, and Alice basically tells her the story of the Breakfast Club, but they call it here the Midnight Midnight Club. Club. This was a great episode because it was an homage to the Breakfast Club, where... The, the current actors portray their parents, basically, and I think they all did a great job. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, so we have Veronica playing Hermione, uh, like a very chaste young lady. Her mom... She's a good Catholic girl. She's a good Catholic girl. Her mother is like, a maid. She's a maid. She works very hard. So that's why she wants to marry into that money. Well, not only that, she wants to she wants to kind of have fun a little bit. She wants to cut loose, uh, but she kind of doesn't know how. 
We see future Mayor McCoy, you know, Josie plays And apartheid! That's right. She is, you know, she is an activist. And we see her. She is in love with the sheriff. Yeah. You know, Kevin... Even back then. Kevin plays the dad. You know, they had a secret, a secret romance. Because I guess apparently back in the 80s, you know, Riverdale couldn't handle that. Uh, we see Archie play his dad, play Fred. He uh, does a very good Fred. He did a very good Fred. Which is why... KJ Appa should play Robin. He should play something. He I mean, should play he's... like Tim Drake or... I don't know if he could do Jason, but he could do Tim. He definitely could. I mean, he's a great actor. I mean, because he really captured the essence of Luke Perry. I mean, he really played... He really... It was almost like watching like an old episode of 90210. Like, he kind of captured that casual cool that... Uh, that Luke Perry used to have. Uh, we see Cole Sprouse, Jughead play FP. Yeah. Uh, we find out that FP was actually, he was the big jock, very popular guy. He did not want to be a serpent. Yeah. Um, but, you know, his pop wasn't having any of that. <clears throat> um, we see Reggie as we, Reggie's dad. We see Reggie as Reggie's dad. Oh, it's amazing. Carrying nunchucks everywhere he goes. <laughs> yeah. No, because I saw him when they started LARPing. I saw him with nunchucks. Like, that makes sense because he's a monk and that's one of the weapons that monks use. But then I didn't realize he had the nunchucks when they were showering in the gym. Yeah, they were they were hazing uh, they were hazing FP, you know, telling him that he had to run through the school naked. Oh, that's right, because he was a basketball star trying his hand at football, right? Something like that. And then, uh, you know, Fred Fred Andrews comes over. Fred Andrews, baseball star. He comes over, and he's just like, come on, man, we'll do it together. So that's how they get busted. Uh, we see Cheryl's mom. It's a hall monitor. She's the hall monitor, rules and regulations. We find out that she was actually from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. And she was adopted. Specifically because she had red hair, and she was paired up with her... Brother, brother Clifford to marry him. Oh my god, it's just totally insane. Um it's like Dr. Zhivago, but, but weird. But Betty playing Alice Cooper, or Alice, well actually no, she wasn't known as Cooper back then, whatever her maiden name was. Yeah. But she was a serpent. And we see we see um what's the actress's name that plays Betty? Lily Reinhardt. Lily Reinhardt. Yeah, she's like with the leather jacket, and she did the best. Uh, her and Archie did the best of uh, portraying their parents. They really did, and we and we find out more that this is where. Well, this is where we think G and G got started because they do Saturday detentions. They keep getting in trouble, so they keep meeting on a Saturday. They break into the drawer where they- all like the confiscated <clears throat> stuff is. You see like a Game Boy in there. Yep, and they find griffins and gargoyles, so they start playing it. Um, then they decide to make it real, so they start LARPing. They start dressing up, and this is where we get FP puts on. He finds like an old coffee can cut up like a crown, and he puts on the Jughead crown. Yep, and then we get we get a special performance by Fred and the Fredheads. Yeah, which which was it was they had everybody positioned perfectly. Like if you used to watch the Archie cartoon, whenever they would do a musical number, Jughead's on the drums. Archie's singing, playing guitar. Uh, Veronica's playing the keyboard and singing. Betty's playing the tambour. It's perfect. They had it laid out perfectly. But this is where we get the whole blue lips thing because... Because, like, they were supposed to ascend. And then it was Reggie's dad who brought the Fizzle Rocks, right? No, it was Hiram. Hiram brought the Fizzy Rocks. That's right. 
Hiram, yes. We see a young Hiram Lodge. Uh, he brings drugs into it. Yeah, Fizzle Rocks. Remember that name. So they're having this Ascension party, which we find out that there's two parties playing. There's uh, the Midnight Club, which is, you know, Fred Andrews and his pals. And then Dilton Doily's father and his sort of group. Like are, Reggie, Hiram, and <clears throat> who was the last one? Uh, was, was it Kevin? It might have been Sheriff Keller. Yeah, it might have been him. They were all playing, so they're no, having... No, because he was... Wasn't Kevin's dad a member of the Midnight Club? Because no. him and Josie were... No, he wasn't, because he kept sneaking in to see Josie. That's right, that's right. So, there's two Ascension parties going on at once, and we find out at the end, because the... Somebody... Well, well first, the mystery is somebody laid out all these snacks and stuff. Right, and, and, and prepared this party, and... and then, they were like, because like it's supposed to be the game master's responsibility. So, Cheryl's mom and Dilton's dad are the ones who, who are the game masters. So they tell each other, "You did a good job setting this up." Wait, you didn't set it up. Who set it up? That's right. And then the principal gets a little suspicious. He shows up. Principal Featherhead. He finds the uh, well. The, first, Alice finds it. Alice does find it because that's the thing is they all take drugs except for Alice. Alice is like she's pregnant. That's right, she's pregnant with FP's child. Who, with Chick. Chick. Uh, so she doesn't do it, and, you know, she sees them all going crazy. She sees the goblets. Then she sees the Gargoyle King. That's right, she does. She did see the Gargoyle King. And the thing is, is the principal shows up. He drinks the, the potion, and they find him three days later stuffed in the closet, dead with blue lips. So this whole blue lips thing is really freaking everybody out. Jughead is convinced if he plays the game, it can affect what happens. It. Well, he will figure it out. Yeah, if he 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 needs he he's <laughs> like I need to ascend. Once I ascend, I'll know everything. That's right. So he really gets into the game. Ethel helps him. This is where she 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 has him play his first game, and he's a hellcaster. Right? He's a hellcaster, and uh, she makes him kiss her because you know Ethel head Ethel head. She just wants that kiss. Um... So, yeah, he becomes a game master, and he gets all the serpents involved playing. So now, you're thinking, all right, Archie's in jail, there's drugs everywhere, there's this G&G game, people turning up dead with blue lips, you know, what's going on here? Magic? Do we think there's magic going on in Riverdale? Ethel gets a seizure, but then who... Who was there when she gets the seizure? But Evelyn. Evelyn Evernever, and she's looking right at her. So you're like, Evelyn Evernever was there when Betty got the seizure. Now she's here when Ethel got the seizure. And then Sheriff Minetta goes to confront um, Josie and, like, all of her pals later on. And then Josie Josie gets a seizure. And who else is in class? Evelyn. So I think Evelyn is a witch. She and pop- then they're going to need Sabrina to, like, counter-witch her. It's very, very possible because, you know, we have heard mention of Greendale before mm-hmm. on the show. Over on the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, they do mention Riverdale. Now, I don't think that... Well, because one of the writers for Riverdale mm-hmm. wrote the comic for Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, so it won't be so far-fetched that he's also a writer for the show. Yes, but I don't think... I think we're going to have our, our own Riverdale Sabrina. It's not going to be Kiernan Shipka. She's not going to come over from... Uh, Sally Draper isn't going to come No, over. we're not going to see Sally Draper make an appearance. But um, 
I do think we are going to have a Sabrina because not only do we get that, do we get whenever somebody has a seizure? Uh, that's true. The River Vixens did, and she was also there. That's right. Evelyn is always there. But not only that, G and G can affect reality, as we saw when Archie, when Archie escaped from prison. Because okay, so let's, let's just talk about that first. When go Archie, ahead, go cause, for cause it. That's, that's really good. So then. So Veronica's just like, I'm done. We're gonna we're gonna bust Archie out of prison, and then and then she gets Kevin, Betty, um, Josie, and Reggie. Yes. And then they all have a plan, and then so then Betty Betty's supposed to like she's supposed to like sabotage sabotage the the the, the cops' getaway cars. Yes. Kevin is supposed to open up the drain, and of course none of them thought that the drain would be locked. So, yeah. And then, um, and then, it looks like one of their plan, I thought they were making pipe bombs, but no, they're making smoke grenades, and I was like, okay, because I really thought they were going to bomb the place <laughs> of this underground fight club. So then, oh yeah, because Veronica found out from her good old casino buddy friend where these fight clubs are being held, so she was able to visit Archie. And then, so then they go there, and then, who Veronica runs into Hiram Lodge. Of course. And then he's there and she's just like, I'm sorry, Daddy. And she stabs him in the foot with her stiletto. Yes. She does. Because the thing is, is we find out that this is going to be Archie's last fight. They're going to uh, kill him. They're going to kill him. On orders of Hiram Lodge. I mean, I don't think that that's... That, that's no surprise to anybody. It's no surprise and it's not like, you know, it's not like it's innuendo. It's... Pretty much, he's he's gonna do that. Now we find out that the warden is a G and G player because because his his orders to kill Archie came in the form of a quest card that said "Kill the Red Paladin." Yes, and while because Betty asked Jughead to do to help him out, but Jughead's like, "No, I can't." And then the whole time you see Jughead organize this game of G and G with the serpents. And it's about freeing the Red Paladin. And everything that Jughead does, the speech checks, the... The lockpicking. The lockpicking, the, lock the, the, the sabotage plan, because they do a decoy with Betty and Kevin. While, even, even, even when... Even when Hiram shows up, because they said a black dragon was there. And then even when the betrayal, when Joaquin yeah, stabs Yeah, when him. Joaquin stabs Archie, the betrayal was... Yeah, so then you see that... These events that happen in G&G line up with events in Riverdale. So that means Jughead just did magic. That's right. When that happened, I told my friend who hated Riverdale, like, you're about to hate it a little more. Jughead just did magic. Jughead did do magic because shortly after that, they're he, like, because well, it ends where they're like, your, 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 your bait and switch worked out. And they're like, well, so what happened to the Paladin? He's like, I thought we'd find out by now. And then he waits, and Archie drops in from the roof of this bunker, and then they get like their first hugging ever. Yeah. So they're they're yeah. So he basically alters reality, or he 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 basically <coughs> uses magic, uh, and because of that, shortly after that, he comes face to face with the, with the with the gargoyle with the gargoyle, king. and he sees his like circle of gargoyles. That's right, because there's a new gang in town, the gargoyles. Yeah. That are working for the gargoyle king. Uh, and so they're pushing the them and the ghoulies are pushing the fizzle rocks. Fizzle rocks, yeah. yeah. Fizzle rocks are a big thing now. So Archie is out of jail. He's resting up, and he decides, like, look, he's he's got to find, 
you know the people who snitched on who him. snitched on him who set him up um you know Veronica also does some detective work and she finds that Sheriff Manetta did coerce the witnesses to say that they saw Archie kill him that's right <coughs> Uh, Archie also, too, when he has his last dinner with the warden, talks with the warden, and the warden basically says, you know... I think they're hiding out in the mines by Shadow Lake. Exactly. He goes, you know, that's what he thinks. So, Archie, when Archie is better, and after... A.E. after Archie has sex with Veronica. (laughs) Of course. He won't eat a hamburger from Pops, but he'll have sex with Veronica. Um, He and Kevin... You know, they sort of, they bust out. They go looking for these guys, but Sheriff Mineta got there ahead of time. And they're all dead. They're all dead. Except for one. Except for one that Archie and Kevin rush back to the hospital. Uh, but he doesn't make it. You know, Fred, of course, he's very distraught. Because he, he thinks Archie died. You know, but he, he and Sheriff Keller show up. Uh, Kevin is there. He's like, look, I'm fine. But he's like, Archie had to go. So we see Archie on the road. This was another favorite scene of mine. Before Archie goes on the road, he goes to a payphone. He calls Veronica. And Veronica's setting up this party because she actually did the right thing and went to the authorities before she told her dad the plan. So Sheriff Mineta got busted. Archie's acquitted. Sheriff Mineta's fired. And eventually decapitated and found dead in the river. But, you know. but Archie is like, I can never go back to Riverdale because your dad wants me dead. Like, I, 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 put, I need to run away. I need to. I put everybody in danger. It's because I love you that I'm doing this. And he hits the road with Jughead. I know. And I saw that. I was just like, oh. Because the whole time he was talking, he was just like, don't worry. There's somebody here with me. I'm like, who's with him? Yeah, who's, who's with, with him? him? Kevin? Wouldn't be Kevin. Nope, it's his old pal Jughead. So they hit the road. They're going to head out to, to visit Jughead's mom. But before that, they make a stop in a nearby town which apparently has been decimated by Hiram Lodge. By Hiram Lodge. By, you know, griffins and gargoyles. Kids are playing it in the street. They're taking fizzy rocks. Fizzle rocks everywhere. And then they're all, all the men are gone because they're all sent downriver to work on the prison. This prison from season two. That's right. Which is going to be his big, his basically the headquarters of the Legion of Doom. And I do think they do call them the Legion of Doom at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, Archie, of course, you know, they spend the night at a uh, farm. Uh, Archie, of course, sees, like, a pretty girl. So he's like, let me uh, take off my shirt and throw some hay bales around. And, <laughs> no. Uh, maybe I'll get lucky. And, of course, she double-crosses him because she just wants her brothers back. Hiram shows up. And Archie is ready to kill him. Archie is ready to <coughs> kill him. Jughead talks him out of it. They flee. They flee to Toledo where we get to see... Jughead's mom, and finally, Jellybean. Jellybean Jones. Who has a big crush on Archie. Oh my god. You're single? <laughs> uh, so she's there, you know, they're, they're t- and I love this too, because when they, when they come in, uh, Jughead's mom, the first thing she's like, you know, when she sees Archie, she's oh, like, finally together. You're finally together. Good for you. And they're like, ah, uh, no. They're, 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 like, the writers are really pushing this, because after that, they were just like, you know, the only people who haven't kissed or Jug and Archie. Yeah. That's the season two little push push. And now it's the mom saying you two are finally together. She's like, I always knew it. The two of you finally together. So, of course, you know, trouble can't, you know, trouble can't avoid Archie. Livewire shows up. Yeah, Penny shows up. But, uh, you know, she's going to bring she's gonna bring Archie in. But She has a knife to Archie's throat. But then Jellybean's there with her trusty slingshot. And she nails her right between the eyes. Right between the eyes. Saves saves Archie, her hero, her crush. Uh, Jughead's mom interrogates Penny. 
and basically finds out the whole plan about Hiram Lodge. Hiram Lodge... Has like a bounty on Archie's head. <laughs> yep. So, I'm going to leave that for a second because we have to go to... Because I think... That's true because it is... This is, That was the second to last episode. That was so the yeah. second to last episode. Now, we haven't talked about her because I always love saving the best for last. Betty Cooper. Ace Detective. Double-crossed by her mom. Well, not really double-crossed. The mom was trying to do what's best. The mom was trying to do what's best for her. Has her committed to the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. Now, Betty... Now, I remember. Now, I remember uh, because I said, you know, the last time we saw Cheryl there. They busted her out. They busted her out. And I said, okay, Archie and Jughead are away. Everybody else is caught up in the craziness going on. And I said... And I asked you, I said, who's going to save Betty? And I said... Betty doesn't need anybody to save her. Betty's going to get out on her own. Because Betty is a woman with a Y. Y. Capital W without a Y. With a Y. Because? She don't need no man in her. That's right. Betty organized her own escape. And this was the, these were some great episodes because she's in there and she's just like, okay, I'm going to play the game. I'm she gonna... does the Rorschach test. She sees a bunch of nice things, even though she sees like dead people in the Gargoyle King. And yeah. then she 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 doesn't take the fizzle rocks that are given to them. Candy time, children, take your candy. Yeah. Good kids get candy. Well, who else is in there but Ethel? Ethel, yeah. Her roommate. And Ethel torments her because Ethel's like, you know, I'm in charge here now, Betty. You're yeah, not in charge. I'm char- gonna get Jughead, cause Ethel Head is endgame. <laughs> That's right. So the thing is, is, you know, she uh, Betty Betty finds the evidence that she's looking for. She tries to escape, but that old escape passage was bricked up. You know the sisters learned their lesson from the last time, and then they they force feed her the candy, the fizzle rocks, and they lock her in the room with the gargoyle king. Yeah, and then she starts passing the Rorschach test. <coughs> she does very well, and you're thinking, oh no, Betty's in trouble. No, Betty's too smart. Because Betty Betty got caught that one time, but she's like, no. All I saw in that room was a hallucination from the Fizzle Rocks. There is no Gargoyle King. So to get Ethel on her side, she takes her down to where the Gargoyle King is, locks her in that room until Ethel sobers up, and then Ethel sees there is no Gargoyle King. It's just a it's statue. It's just a statue. It's just a statue. You know, so Ethel's world is sort of destroyed there. Because she gave her life to the Gargoyle King. That's right. So then they realize what it is. They realize it's all a big hallucination. Because the kids and the sisters at Quiet Mercy, they needed something to deal with their, like, mental illness and all this harassment from the sisters. So they escaped into the Gargoyle King. And their Gargoyle King was kind of like their king of fear, like their Sinestro. Right. It like, was... he keeps order, but through, like, fear and subjugation. So what they're saying is, you know, when they get the head sister there and they interrogate her, she basically says that, that years ago, kids developed the game Griffins and Gargoyles. And they, they sort of took it and used it as a tool to help control the kids, which now apparently Hiram is using. He's using the... push this, fizzle rocks. He's using the Sisters of Quiet Mercy to test the merchandise out. You know, he tests it out on them. And then... And he also has them play... Because he also... I think he's having them everybody play Griffins and Gargoyles as a total distraction. From what's going on, yeah. From what's going on, keep them hooked on fizzle rocks while I bleed a town dry. That's because we saw that in the town, the one town that Archie and Jughead stopped in. That's because all they do happens. is play Griffins and Gargoyles. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So that that's Hiram's plan. So the thing is, is you know they they get control of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, 
And Betty's like, we have to set them free. And Ethel's like, but we can't. They're they, so under the spell. We need to give them a quest, Betty. You know, what are we going to do? And then they said, what's the opposite of a gargoyle king? It's the, the Griffin Queen. So Ethel starts a quest, an escape. We're going to escape from the gargoyle queen. But all, all the... Gargoyle all, king. All gargoyle king. Sorry. They're all like... But all the all the girls, they were like, but but how? How are we going to do it? He's too powerful. And, and Betty and, comes in with her costume. She is the Griffin Queen, and she freed them all. She has the severed head of the Gargoyle King. That statue from downstairs. Yeah. And they're all running out like, yay, we're free, yay! Um, and, then, and then Alice shows up, and she's just like, Betty, I came to get you, because we gotta go. And Betty's like, what's going on? And the air raid siren turns on. Because the thing is, is the parents now, a.k.a. the Legion of Doom, they're all, you know, and by that I mean Cheryl's mom, Hiram, Hiram the ghoulies, the ghoulies, if Livewire's still alive. That's right. You know, even uh, current mayor Hermione Lodge. Yeah. You know, they're all concerned about, you know, the G and the, the G and G and the, and the seizures. And the seizures. It's a sickness, the seizures. That's right. So they basically, they quarantine the city because we see, uh, we see back at Jughead's mom's. She places a call and, and Fred, she gets Fred to pick up Archie and that an uh, FP FP yeah. shows up. They have a little reunion and Archie basically again Archie is like, look, you know, I can't go back. I can't He's go back. Kill me. He's gonna kill all of you. So Archie departs for parts unknown. Canada, I think Canada, Canada probably. yeah, probably to Canada. And then the last shot we get is of FP and Jughead racing on their hogs. And they go back to Riverdale. And then, like, this military police-looking guys, they're like, no, the town's under quarantine. And what? And they're like, what do you mean quarantine? And then it goes back. And then we're in Hiram's office. Yes. And then Hiram pours him. Yeah. But before that, did you notice in Hiram's office, the portrait of Veronica is gone. And it's a portrait of Hiram now. Yes. He pours himself a drink. And he's like, here's to our success. And it and the camera turns around, and it's the Gargoyle King. So the Gargoyle King is not just a hallucination from the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. He is a real thing. He is the devil. So Hiram Lodge is working with the devil. Pretty much. Hiram Lodge made a deal with the devil. Um, <coughs> and here's the thing is, is we thought we learned the origin of Griffins and Gargoyles because we saw it. In the Midnight Club, like, they found this game, they started playing. Oh, no, that's what triggered all these events. We go back even further. And it's the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. The Sisters of Quiet Mercy. And we think that's it. That's where it came from. It's over. I thought it was over. I don't think it's over. I think... No, I thought, like, after they freed him, I was like, oh, that's that's it for Griffins and Gargoyles. They know what to do now, but no. This Gargoyle King's real. Gargoyle King is real, and the Gargoyle King has probably been around for much longer than anybody could ever consider. That's right. So speculation time. Who is Evelyn Ever Never? Ever and Ever? I don't know. Because you said she was just in like she was never a witch. She was just like in Archie's friends. Like Yeah, she was like that. So but I think I think here she's something she's a witch. Deeper. I think she's a witch. I think she is a witch. And then I think her dad is like the Coven leader. It could possibly be that. It really could possibly because we've never we've we have yet to meet Edgar, Edgar ever never we've never met we've him. never seen the farm and we've never seen the farm. Uh, the closest we ever got was Betty agreed to join and then she got this intervention like thing where she was supposed to gush all her secrets and you see all these hippies in her room. Yeah, that's about as close as we ever got, and that was basically at her house. We've never seen the farm. 
But we do know it exists because Polly went there, Alice went there, so it does exist. They have, they say they have met Edgar, but they will never say, like, what he says, what he looks like. They, they, they can't describe him. But also, too, are they under the influence of something? Is Edgar Evernever, is it really Evelyn? Is Evelyn so powerful that she's created, like, this... Right, like, is is there really an Edgar Ever Never? Ever or is it just Evelyn? Is it just Evelyn? Mm. Interesting. I mean, we'll 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 wait and find out. And I definitely think again, it's not going to be Kieran and Shipka because they're doing something different on that show. But they will need a Sabrina. They will need a Sabrina. I do think we are going to get Sabrina because There's, I think because like with this with this gargoyle king being like a demon. You need somebody to banish that demon, and I don't think John Constantine's in town. Nope, nope, he's running off with the legend somewhere. <coughs> um, and I think, yeah, whatever paranormal waves are being produced here in Riverdale... They're going to spill over to Greendale, and Sabrina's like, I gotta stop this. Because <coughs> that's the thing is, from what, from what we've heard on Riverdale and what I've heard on Sabrina... I mean, these two towns, they have to be close to each other. They, they are. No, they're neighboring towns. That's why they're able to be like, let's see what Sabrina's doing. Like, Yeah, because in over on Sabrina, uh, she's talking with a character, and he's just like... Because over there, her aunts own a funeral home, and they're like, oh, we had to call the funeral home. Obviously not yours, so we called the one over in Riverdale. So obviously Riverdale is the next town over... You know, we've heard that in, 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 on on the show Riverdale too. A That's lot of where um, Greendale. Miss Grundy hit out. That's where Livewire went after she was kicked out of the Serpents. Yeah, and then Chick, Chick had those connections. Uh, they came all the way from, oh, Greendale. from Greendale. Yeah, yeah. I think I like uh, Riverdale better than Greendale. So yeah, I think we are going to get a Sabrina. Uh, also very interesting. You know, we had. With uh, all the hero shows, we had the Elseworlds crossover where they're jumping from world to world. So if you watch any of those shows, uh, Supergirl, Legends, Arrow, Flash, you know that, you know... Multiple Earths. Multiverse. There's a multiverse. Is Riverdale in the multiverse? I think it is. I I really do think it is. Because... I think they're just in a universe where all of those characters are comic characters. I do think they are comic characters because if you remember first season, Archie Archie has a Batman poster. Yeah, it was. Of uh, course, it was by Warner Brothers. Like, we gotta push these Rebirth comics, so give them a Batman poster because it was a Batman Rebirth poster. I'm just like, I have that issue. Uh, you know, Veronica a couple of times has mentioned Gotham City, and I think she just meant it like, like oh, Gotham City. Yeah, right. you know, like from that movie. Um, but I do think with magic here on Riverdale, uh, multiverse, the ability for heroes to cross over, I think they will. I wouldn't be surprised because it was teased. Actually, it wasn't teased. I mean, they actually they, they said it. Next year's big crossover event: Crisis on Infinite Earths. Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earths. And what if one of those Infinite Earths is Riverdale, like the Flash? He's running through the multiverses. What if? What if? Because you know that. Because well, if you know Christ on Infinite Earths, one of the this is a spoiler for Christ on Infinite Earths, but it's like a thirty-year-old comic. <laughs> so then, the Flash dies at the end. He runs so fast, his body disintegrates into the Speed Force. So what if that's because like we all know in the Flash, it says in twenty twenty whatever he disappears. Yes. What if that happens on Crisis on Infinite Earths, 
and he ends in the earth he's stuck on is Riverdale, where he doesn't have his powers. Very possible. And then there's a few, and then like it won't be for long. Like, like he'll be on a few episodes of Riverdale, and they'll get him back. But then there could be another. There could be you know a big crossover. You know what if you know we've seen Cheryl mm-hmm. with the bow and arrow, and then Very Oliver handy. Queen comes. And Oliver Queen And comes. then he brings um, his sister, Speedy. Yeah. And what if what if Cheryl becomes the new Speedy? Or what if she becomes the Red Arrow? Yeah. It could be... It, yeah, it's because possible. Roy is Arsenal. The sister's Speedy. She could be Red Arrow. Yeah. Okay. Jughead altered events by playing G&G. What if this is an innate ability in Jughead? That is a he, meta... With, this is a meta ability. Right. And what if it attracts the attention of uh, the monitor? Or the anti-monitor? Yeah. Wow. Like the monitor is just like, we have not tested Earth 53, and that's the Riverdale and Earth. that's the Riverdale Earth. Oh, my God. You never know. You know, it sounds silly. It sounds stupid. But, but that's it, what Riverdale is. But that's what Riverdale is, and that's why we like it so, so much. Uh, any final thoughts on this season? Uh, anything you want to... I don't know, I just, it was really good, I can't wait for it to be back, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely, I, absolutely, same thing, I can't wait for it to be back. Um, just real quick, we're not going to really talk about it that much, but we did see Aquaman, uh, loved it. Really, oof, so good. Uh, does it get you psyched, the direction that DC's going, does it get you psyched, and I'm also going to include like the whole Elseworlds thing. Do you think <coughs> DC's finally getting on the right path, and are you ready for Shazam? I was always ready for Shazam, but now I'm more ready for Shazam. Because cause what I said is that DC always, their comics, why I like... Because like, I like some Marvel comics, like a few of them. But then I like, I like DC more because their comics always capture this sense of wonder. And mm. I think Aquaman really captured that sense of wonder that you get when you read a DC comic. And and from what I see from the the Shazam trailer, I think it's I think it's gonna expand upon that. Basically, what I would call like like a pure comic book movie. I mean, Aquaman looked like it just came right off the pages of a comic. Oh, Ocean Master, mm, a plus right there. And I think uh, Shazam is gonna do the same thing, and yeah. then some, and then some. Alrighty, well. This is going to wrap up our talk about Season 3, the halfway point of Riverdale Season 3. Uh, I want to thank Diana for joining me once again. Mm-hmm. Diana, tell them about your podcast. We are Elseworlds Finest. Elseworlds is all one word. And, um, yeah, we are on everywhere you can find this podcast. Uh, so, yeah, just, just check us out. We Our newest episode is our Christmas special, and we're going to be talking into the Spider-Verse next so yeah yeah there you go uh don't forget you know look for us on instagram stuff you don't need to know we're on instagram uh here on anchor we have the call-in feature call in let us know if you listen on itunes please rate and review us let us know what you guys think don't forget head on over to www.brothersinarmchairs.com that links you links you up to all the podcasts in the Brothers in Armchairs network, uh, stuff you don't need to know, Defender of the Realm, Nerd and Me, Enter the Nerd Zone, Fat Guys in Little Coats. This is Jay, and I will talk to you guys later.